Sneaker culture behaviors. What are some of them and what are my thoughts on them? This week on Fire Footwear. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Fire Footwear. As always, this is your host, Matt Freights. I'm thankful that you are here and that you are back with the show. I want to say out front that I do apologize for not coming out with an episode last week. I'm not sure if it's evident by listening to this episode. I do some post-processing on this audio every now and again that I lost my voice last week. And I was very, very sick. I was not really in a place to record. And I just was unable to get an episode out. I do want to say thank you and tell you how appreciative I am of the people that checked in on me to say, hey, what's going on? Why haven't you come out with an episode? Because it does mean something to me that people do listen to this show. Now, this week, I want to talk about sneaker behaviors. The reason I want to talk about that, it is somewhat of a deviation from what we've talked about. The last couple weeks, I talked about the Royal Reimagine, and I talked about the sale of Complex. And by doing so, I'm talking about the sale of Complex now. I talked about the fact that sneaker culture and sneaker content had really been changing over the past few years and that people were really consuming content in a different way. And as this show has become a little bit more popular, and I say that with a very modest tone because I know that when it comes to sneaker content out there, I'm modestly popular. I'm relatively popular. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I am one of the most popular sneaker contenters out there. And honestly, the more attention that gets put on this show, the more interaction that comes with it. And that's one thing that I love. One of the reasons that I created this content outside of my own personal satisfaction, of course, was to be able to talk to you, the sneaker consumer, because I feel like there are a lot of people who feel as if there aren't a lot of voices for the voiceless out there in the culture. And so that interaction that comes that I ask for every single episode, and maybe I don't ask you in a specific enough way of what I'm looking for in terms of that interaction, But what I can tell you is that as the interaction has come, the questions have also come. Now, recently, I've been getting a lot of questions about how people should participate in the culture. And what do I mean by that? I mean that people are asking me how they should spend their money, what shoes are good investments. And I'll give you a really good example. Recently, I was asked about where to buy shoes that are authentic because somebody, one of the listeners of the show, was looking to buy, I believe it was the off-white Jordan 4s that came out, I want to say in 2020. Those are some of the most popular off-white shoes that have come out. They're very good. They're not for me, but they're also very expensive because of the hype that comes with them. They also asked me about the April skateboard dunks and whether those were a good investment. I just want to say that when it comes to your money, and I feel like I've been pretty consistent about this, and I'm speaking with everybody about this, when it comes to how you spend your money, you should spend it how it is best for you. The way that I see it, sneaker culture is a lot different than it was even two years ago. The idea of an investment is so different now. Back in the day, and that's talking about two years ago because the culture has shifted so much, many people looked at shoes as an investment. I don't look at shoes as an investment other than in an investment of my own personal satisfaction. I wear what I like, I wear all of my shoes, And that's really how I participate in the culture. It doesn't mean that you have to participate that way, but I just want to caution everybody who comes to this show 
or who comes to the yard looking to participate in sneakers in a way that is going to further them from a profit margin standpoint, you're really going to have to do a lot of work to get there because the profit margins on shoes are just not what they were. Doesn't mean that you can't make a profit, it just means that don't think of sneakers and don't get into sneakers if it's something that you're looking to make money off of. I think that those days are long gone. And we've talked many times about the fact that there are a lot of shoes out there that people can purchase. You have your options, folks. You can go out there and buy a lot of shoes. So if you're going to invest in shoes, invest in them because you want to wear them. And that's all that I will say about that. But those questions have led me to look at the behaviors of people within sneaker culture. And I think if you look at the way that companies engage with us consumers, you will get an idea about what they think of the behaviors of sneaker culture. When I talked about Complex a couple of weeks ago, I did talk about the fact that they don't represent a vast majority of people that are in this game now. I think that many of the people, once we get a lot of the resellers out there, I think that many of those people are like me and you in the fact that they just want to wear them and they love them. But I think that Complex and even Sneaker News and maybe even Sneaker Bar Detroit, I think that many times when it comes to their content, they probably are placating and making sure that they are being heard by the loudest people in the room. And I think that the loudest people in the room don't represent a vast majority of the people that are in this culture now. And that leads me to talk about what I think are the reasons why people buy sneakers. Now, I just talked about one, and that was investment, and that gets into resale culture. I think that reselling and profit margins are done in terms of the way that they were a couple of years ago. Reselling is a lot different now. There are people, many people, who still look at shoes as something that can do something for them, that can pay their bills. They're not necessarily in it for the hype. They're not necessarily in it for wearing shoes or having somebody recognize that they have these shoes. They're in it for one thing, and that one thing is money. Nothing wrong with that. I think, though, that people who are looking at it that way are becoming more and more disappointed because I believe that the culture has shifted to the point that, number one, there are so many sneakers out there for you to consume, and number two, not all of them can sell out anymore because I think that the demand is just not there. It's not as cool to be a sneakerhead as it was. And why was it cool to be a sneakerhead? Well, that leads to the other reason, and that other reason is hype. Whether you want to believe it or not, hype is a real thing. One of the first episodes that I did when I came back off of the long hiatus of this show, I asked the question, what is hype? Really, when it comes down to it, hype has to do with what people are talking about. And those people nowadays are on social media. Social media influences so many different things to the point that when we consume sneaker content, and that includes this show, we are being influenced in one way or another. And the one thing that I do not want to do is influence how you spend your money. Because when it comes down to it, it's all personal preference. It's not my job to tell you what is hype. It's not my job to tell you what you should be buying. It's my job to talk about the culture as I see it in the most subjective way. There are many people who are going to disagree with what I say. There are many people who are going to disagree with what Complex says. The point is, there is enough room for opinions on all sides of the fence. The thing about hype, though, is it does sell shoes. All you have to do is look at shoes that are designed or endorsed by people that are very, very famous. Travis Scott is probably the perfect example. Kanye West is another great example because it has their name on it or their name associated with it. And that's a very, very key distinction to make. People are going to want to buy it. 
doesn't matter how good or bad it is. Because if you go to the comment section on social media, every time there was a leak about a new Yeezy, every time there's a new leak about a Travis Scott, there are people like myself who think or say that this is a bad release, that this is trash. Now, what you don't see in the comment section is the fact that those same people who are trashing it in the comments are also trying to buy it. And that's what hype does. People can't help but get involved. People can't help but get wrapped up in the idea that, oh my goodness, everybody wants it, so I also have to have it. That's not the way I participate in sneaker culture, but hype does exist. It still exists for a few shoes. It still exists for a few designers. Overall, though, I don't think the hype train is going nearly as fast as it was. Just about every shoe, if it was a Nike Dunk two years ago, it was going to sell out. Regardless of what it looked like, regardless of the materials, it was going to sell out. Nowadays, it's probably a 50-50 shot, so I don't think that the hype train is traveling quite as fast, but I do believe that hype still influences people. And that actually directly leads to the next reason why people buy sneakers, and that is clout and influence. Clout and influence comes in to me when you go into a group of people and those people think differently about you because of the shoes that you are wearing. Or you post about them on social media and people think differently about you on social media. That is clout. People think that if they have clout, they can somehow gain an advantage in whatever system it is that they are trying to gain. In the sneaker game, you see it a lot. That's why these people, like Seth Fowler and Fomer Simpson and those folks, have the popularity that they do because they have established that clout. Now, I'm not here to tell you that those people are actually trying to use their clout for nefarious means. They became content creators. They became big in the business because they worked hard for it. But there are many people trying to get into the game who are trying to get in it for the wrong reasons. And the thing is, when it comes to clout, clout isn't necessarily something that's going to get you where you want to go. Clout and influence could be a negative. Many people want to be recognized for something that they have that you don't have. And the thing is, it doesn't make you a better person. It doesn't make you a better sneakerhead. It just means that you have something that nobody else has. Now, I went through that phase. When I was deep into the rep fam, I was buying a lot of shoes that I knew were hype because I wanted to be able to show other sneakerheads that I was worthy of their attention because I had this shoe. And I went about it the wrong way. I've been open and transparent about it on this show and on this channel. And now, many of those hype shoes are gone. It doesn't mean that hype and clout necessarily means that the shoe is objectively bad. It just means that I think that what a shoe can do for you and the kind of clout that you can get from it clouds people's judgments as to whether they should be buying it, whether they actually like it. And that's why I think that people still will look at shoes for what it can get them, whether it's profit margin or whether it's that attention that they are seeking. Another reason that people go after shoes is because they are collectors. A lot of the OGs who listen to this show, hopefully there are some of you, but many of the OGs have been in this game for such a long time. I'm very, very fortunate to have personally connected with some people that have reached out and told me that they listen to the show. One of them is my man KJ, and I want to give a special shout out to him because he was the first person to reach out about this show. He has been in this game a very long time, and he has stories that I will never have. He's not a collector, but he has been in that phase. He's been around long enough to appreciate the good things that have come before what we get today. The shoes that come out today are great. There are many great ones, but a lot of shoes in the past have laid the groundwork to where we are today. And people like him and other OGs like you know what that history is. And so people are going to go out for shoes, whether they're brand new or whether they're trying to collect a rare piece that they just want to get their hands on. That's another reason why people do it. Sometimes it is pure, sometimes it's also a little bit cloudy. 
And that's because people want other people to know that they have something that is very rare. Nothing wrong with that again. It's just another reason and another way that people participate and behave within this culture. Lately, one of the reasons I think that people have been getting into the sneaker game is availability and the availability of sale prices and discounts. That's something that I've noticed a lot of because shoes have been sitting, people have been able to get shoes at a discount. When I talked about the Royal One Reimagined, a lot of people reached out on that video to say, I copped and not only copped, but copped for a discount. I've told you about the Air Max Big Bubbles, the OGs. My wife was able to get those 20% off. A lot of times when you're able to get a discount, you're gonna cop just because of that. Not too long ago, discounts were non-existent. You were not able to get a discount on a shoe that you wanted. You were lucky enough just to get the shoe, period. If not, you were paying resale prices for them. And so I think that availability now has a lot to do with it. People who had no time for the game can now go to Nike.com on a random day and cop some really fire shoes. That's what we've always wanted. Yes, we're not gonna get all of the hype shoes that we want, and there are gonna be people that complain about the fact that they can't ever get those. And go to my episode on sneaker math if you wanna see how rare it is to actually get a win on sneakers. But I think now because we have more choices, because we have availability, and quite frankly, because the prices are actually more favorable for people's bank accounts, I think that's another reason why you're seeing a little bit more of an influx of regular people. And that leads me to the last reason. And that's the reason that I participate. It's a reason why a lot of people that I've connected with via this show participate. And it's just love of the sneakers. And also the boost that they get from them. I wear what I like. Today, I wore a pair of shoes that a lot of people would say, how could you wear those to a doctor's appointment? It's a thing though. I just love them. Doesn't matter where I'm wearing them. Doesn't matter why I'm wearing them. I wear them because I love them. And that's all it is for me. And a lot of the people that I've connected with, they also feel the same way. The sneaker game is a wonderful thing. Putting on a fresh pair of shoes that make you feel better is also a wonderful thing. You don't have to justify why you wear shoes. You don't have to justify why they make you feel better. If they do, wear them. I always say, wear with confidence. Wear what you want to wear. Participate how you want to participate because that's all that matters. These are all the things that I have come up with as to why people participate in this culture. What is that reason for you? It doesn't have to be one of these. It could be another reason. Reach out and let me know. But before we get to that, we got to get to the release of the week. Release of the week, where I like to highlight a shoe that catches my eye. It's not always hype. It actually rarely is hype. It's just something that I want you to know about. We haven't ever talked about Sauconies on this show. We maybe have talked about them or mentioned them when it comes to the classics. I think I talked about the Saucony Jazz. They aren't things that are going to be talked about on Complex because, quite frankly, they're not things that people are hyped about. But it doesn't mean that a Saucony shoe can't be fired. And that's why I'm going to highlight a Saucony this week. And that is the Saucony Grid Shadow 2. And it is a collaboration with J-Tips, What's the Occasion? It's a pink colorway. I really, really like it. Pink, brown, green. You can't really go wrong. There's also a blue colorway that goes with them. Honestly, I think that they're fun. They're a deviation from the norm. They're not Jordans. They're not Dunks. They're not some type of an Adidas. They're just fun. So if you're interested in those, they release on December 8th for a retail price of 160 bucks. If you want to go after them, go after them. I wish you luck. I just think that they are a lot of fun. So sneaker behaviors, what are some that you think that you exhibit? What are some reasons that I missed or some that you maybe think that I nailed? Reach out to the show on Instagram at firefootwearpod is the handle. Whether you want to reach out to say, hey, the show's great or just talk about sneakers, I just love to hear from you. If you want to email firefootwearpod at gmail.com for the same reasons, I always love hearing from the fans of this show because it means that I've touched just one other person on here. 
On Facebook, Fire Footwear, a sneaker podcast is what you would search. Same thing. If you want to reach out there on TikTok, I like to post some reels. Fire Footwear Pod is the handle to reach us there. And if you are listening in audio and you want to see this beautiful face, I say that in the most snarky way possible. Go to YouTube. Fire Footwear, a sneaker channel is what you would search. Just make sure to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, so you can know when I come out with content at any time. As always, please support the Matty Ice Media Network, which is a flag above my head, mattyicemedia.com, for all the other podcasts that we have, including this show and Iceman and Coach. I hope this finds you well. I hope this finds you safe. And I will talk to you all next week. This is Fire Footwear. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.